0: I'm Dane Lobb. I'm a public safety specialist with PG&E. If you're in your home or business and you smell gas, your first step is to get out, travel to a safe distance until you can't smell the gas anymore, and then call 911. The first responders will come out and they'll make it safe for you and your community.
1: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with myself, Robbie Musto, here with my buddy, Robbie Earl, and we're going to react to all the Big talking points on the Premier League season over this last weekend. We are certainly going to talk the diving simulation situation, Rob, that's reared its ugly head this weekend, particularly on Sunday. We are going to talk about David Moyes and Sunderland. They got relegated this weekend. But let's start Mm. at the very top of the Premier League with Chelsea. And we felt, I think we both felt, that this was probably the biggest hurdle, the last real hurdle to stop Chelsea Marching away with a Premier League title with how impressive they've looked. Everton have been in really good form at home. But wow, they did a great job of um, winning this game quite comfortably.
2: Listen, Rob, they they do what Chelsea do. They find a way of getting a result. It was 0-0 at the break. Uh, Pedro comes up with a moment of magic. Turning, spinning, getting his shot in, getting the goal from that moment on then they 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 turn out in, in charge of the game, go on to to get through the goals, but it it was about the way that this team don't panic rob, if if it's not happening know what they're going to do, can play different ways. I thought restricted Everton to, to very few real chances in the match. And these match winners all throughout the team, whether it's Eden Hazard, it's Diego Costa, whether it's Sas Fabregas, is it Pedro today? They find a way, or it's a Gary Cale coming with a late header. This team just have so many ways of doing it. And I think the neutrals, we all felt like, this you know, we may have a race. Everton could could maybe get something there and and, and maybe Spurs can get it down to, to a point. But to be honest, they were too good. They had too much know how there's too much experience in, in in that dressing room. Somebody said that there's somewhere between, and it's hard to kind of put the numbers. But you know, around thirty-eight to forty titles have been won by the management and and the players in, in that dressing room. There, there's a know-how, and and the celebrations at the end, Rob, were and and I heard um, one of the players say it was it was like a cup final for them. I think they knew that it was a big hurdle. They knew everybody was saying, this is the one that might might catch them out. And Conte was jumping on his players' backs and they were in front of those Chelsea fans. And um, I think they believe now that they're going to, you know, all the way to, to get to this title.
1: Yeah, I mean, they continue to show us that they've got what it takes to be champions. Mm-hmm. I thought it was thorough. I thought it was professional. And I think I kind of recognize that it's like a pattern now, I think, with Antonio Conte and this Chelsea side is there's a very... Cautious start to the games, Rob. Mm. They're not going to do anything to risk conceding in in the start of the game. This game was kind of similar, like
2: very not not. Was that a bit Mourinho esque when Mourinho yeah, was there? But
1: there's a, I think there's a more of a well, I think there's a more of a strategy towards it though, Rob. It's like we're back foot, we're steady. You kind of show us what you've got and we're happy to be stalemate for a little while. This again, these goals came, Pedro's Pedro's goal came in the 66th minute and there's like a a, kind of a slower kind of, I thought after the break, they just come out a little bit more. They're a bit Mm. more proactive. They're a little bit more. You know what? Okay. It's time for us now to start pushing forward a little bit. They get the goal. They get the second goal. Uh, In fact, after the first goal, I think they then kind of like, okay, there you go. That's that's what we wanted. Now we're going back into reactive mode and, and you you know, Everton, come on to us. And if you leave any spaces, you're going to need to score. We're going to punish you as well. So I think I've seen that over the last kind of few weeks of this is the strategy. This is the way we're going to do it. We're going to be tight and we're going to we're going to find a way to score and then defend and hit you on the counter-attack to get more goals.
2: And, and he has to take so much credit, Antonio Conte. Just, just his management, Robert, of, of the group, of the situation. We've talked about, you know, they were 10th last season, the turnaround in the system. But, again, just those individual things. I mean, we, we're used to seeing him on the side of the pitch now, making sure these players are at it. But big calls. I mean, he he... he, he he brings Pedro back into the team, puts Cesc Fabregas on the bench. Pedro scores. Yeah. There, was a, there was a time, I don't know if you noticed in the game, where David Luiz had got a bit of a groin, and at 1-0, Luiz was sort of going the bit of the like. He went, stay on, stay on the pitch. till they were 2-0 up, he then allowed him off because the game was won. He brings on two substitutes in the second half, William and Cesc Fabregas, combined to make a goal. This guy just seems... To get those big decisions right at the right time, and as you said, when the game opened up that 's when Sess can come on, and his passing can can change the game, yeah. just really good man management, you know
1: when you look at him afterwards and you see how incredibly mm. fired up and frantic and crazy he looks mm. um and I think I said this on the broadcast, Rob about god how, how, how does he how does he get this this feeling and this enthusiasm mm. for next season, you know, and trying to re motivate in this Just, same crate. Can he can he remain to be crazy? And, and of course, we know he did it with Juve. Yeah, yeah. That's what's times, impressive yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, how does he do that? How does he well, make, keep him that fired up over a period of time? My,
2: my question is a little bit like uh, he's not he's not Jose Mourinho in the way he does it, but Mourinho's is intense and he gets at you. But does that wear after a while? Oh, do, yeah. do, is there a turnover? Do players get a little bit tired of yeah. it and then either. They have to be churned and changed because I need to get new ones who do it. Never necessarily changes all whole Juventus team in way. okay. there were many ways. There were many similar pillars in that team that, that stayed. But I
1: think there was, looking back now, because I covered the league a lot in mm. that period of time, and I think there was changes, Rob. I think there was... Each season there were new players make, coming in, mm, and maybe that's what you need. Yeah. Maybe you do need that. And some of the ones that may look a little tired, I think yeah, oh, it's think, kind of aging squad when he first picked yeah. it up with some of the strikers he had, and then there was a. But um, well, you, you, you and look changed. at
2: Chelsea, you think, well, does Diego Costa go? Obviously, that, that's big. You I know, John will. Terry moves anyway. Yeah. Does he make a, maybe a change in one of the wingback positions or something? But yeah, I mean, it was an, out, an outstanding victory, and and then we have to say that you know the, the game then swung to to the North London derby to. Um, Spurs and Arsenal. Last North London derby at White Hart Lane. And this one, Rob, was, I thought, a little surprising in the end. How oh, are you
1: surprised?
2: But the difference in the two teams. Yeah. I thought. I, 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 that's the,
1: confirmation of, mm, I think, the difference of the two of them.
2: Yeah, but but I thought Arsenal would be super motivated in this game. I thought its Listen, it, it's roles reversed, but I thought Arsenal are not going to want to. I don't think they did. I think, they, did. I the think they were motivated. But, 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 so that's the best yeah. they got. That, that's <laughs> that's the best they got. <laughs> I mean, well, well, if that's the case, it's disappointing and it's worrying. People are talking about power shifts, and it, it's way too early for that. One year finishing above Arsenal Arsenal is not a power shift. But mm. when we start to talk about the near to long term future. There's so much that looks right and in place at Spurs and so much that looks disjointed and old at Austin. There's some huge decisions for both these football clubs in many respects that, that could that could have a bearing on where, not saying the, the, the shift of power, but some ascendancy can be could be gained or lost by one, these two big North London teams.
1: What if Arsene Wenger, and we think he's going to stay, yeah. what if he doesn't stay Robbie Earl and mm-hmm. they pick up a really good manager, whether it's another Premier League manager or, or from somebody else. whole different it's conversation. A whole different conversation. Whole, and that's what it should be. Challenge. It should be a new conversation but, in but, the summer about what's going to happen. But and most how of
2: gonna... us believe that that's not going to be the case, Rob. Uh, and the other thing I was, I was thinking about with Arsenal, and I was a slightly disappointed. I don't know if many people saw the, the interview, but Arsene Wenger stormed out of, of an interview when he was being asked questions. And I thought, that's a little bit disparaging. For 21 years, you've been the top team and you've been happy to, to have reporters ask you questions. Some guy has jobs to ask you how you feel now that you're not going to finish a ball. And he stormed out of a thing. And I thought it was ju- as as much an admittance of, you know what? He's lost a little bit of his sheen. He's lost a little bit of his power. The Spurs are a better team than him. That he was out-coached. That he was out-for.
1: Every part the, of the game, isn't
2: it? The Pochettino were better. The, look into the future, Rob. Petr Cech's getting no younger. Koscielny and people, two or three more years. He's got two big decisions with Ozil and Alexis. He's got Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain talking about his contract yeah. being up. You've got Theo Walcott. Is Theo ever going to be, be a title winner? You've got Jacques, still you're not too sure about. You've got Aaron Ramsey. Jack not is quite w- no? I mean, there's so many questions yeah. about this football club that you're thinking somebody's got to make some long-term decisions on, on what this club looks like going forward. If Arsene Wenger is the man and they've trusted him for 21 years... I'm just saying that things could look very, very different if Spurs go about their business properly.
1: Isn't it, isn't it crazy, though, Rob, that all these things about all these contracts, and it's all on Arsene Wenger. It's yeah. almost like the club have got no real hierarchy, no control yeah. over their manager. Their manager is everything. They've,
2: they've, they've allowed him probably too, yeah. too much. and he's got
1: these, these, these excellent players that their contracts are running down, that the, the value's mm. dripping down every single weekend that goes by. I just, I've said it before, Stan Kroenke take control of this club take control, bring somebody in, but a sporting do director, that, and to change the whole structure of the football club.
2: Somebody said, but, you know, he, he's obviously got American franchises as well. He's not that man. If things are ticking over, the revenues robbers are still going through the roof. They still keep bringing a load of money. It's one of the most expensive season tickets in, in English football, and so he's probably making the dividend every year. He's got a manager who generally has got him in the top four. Probably this season is going to be different. I mean, why make a change?
1: Just, just on, back on Spurs a little bit, Robin. Just how good and how um, much further ahead are Spurs and Chelsea than the rest? I mean, how is the other teams? I mean, they'll spend a lot of money and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And there's great managers, et, mm. et cetera. But it seems to me right now, they're going to take some stopping. They're going to take some catching.
2: They're both in a better place. And I, I give more credit to Spurs. With, with Chelsea, I think we've seen the huge um, amounts of money that, that Roman and Bramwich put in. And then they do go to the mark. But Spurs have done it in a, in a, in a, in a very cleverer, more cute a little bit more frugal way of bringing in players, of developing good talent with a great coach who works with, with a group of players. I looked at Victor Wanyama in that game, Nobby Musto, and just thought, if Arsenal could ever do with a player oh. who's athletic, who's got some drive, who well, might, they, might they not could've... have all the touches of everybody else in the world, but he gives them something different, who's going to drive a team and, and, and make them play. And, and Pochettino's just got the, so many things in place. The only thing, and here's a little one for you, and, and this, could this be the first sort of domino in effect? Kyle Walker having a few problems with his manager, I believe. He's talk about whether he's fit enough or other people are looking. He's on for at least 70000 a week and he could double his money elsewhere. If Carl Walker's the first, he didn't play in the North London Derby. He played Kieran Trippier. If Kyle Walker's the first to just go and have a sniff at that 170000 a week somewhere else... Does it catch anybody else? Does anybody's eye get turned? Does somebody else make a phone call? It could there be a domino effect. And I don't want to put a dampener on anything that Spurs are doing because at the moment they, they've been a, a breath of fresh air. But it's there are little things point. that might come up.
1: Yeah, it's an excellent point. And I think Pochettino's playing tough on it. Nope. You know they had a they had a they had a bust up they had an argument or whatever. Whether it is that he's not signed a new contract, there's thought that he can't play two big games mm. in a short space of time. Seem right. But what does he do with him? It's mm. got to be hard with him. And I think the team will 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 say to um, Walker, "Come on, we've all signed up. This is something special. Come on board. Mm. Let's you know sign your contract. Let's stay together." But it's a great point, and that's the thing that's gonna that's gonna. Um, yeah, you know, make Spurs stumble in the future as if, if like the, the contracts that they through. have mm. are nowhere near what they could get somewhere else. Now the club what they can can do of course is maybe each season, you know what? Yeah. You've done great again. Here's, here's, another, bit. here's mm. another bit, here's another bit to try and bridge that gap. But absolutely right that these players and Spurs now have proven themselves to be top, top level could get more wages at other clubs around Europe mm. it's just the special factor the new stadium and i've and i've been at a club that, that there's a new stadium coming it is exciting and mm. players do want to hang around and stay there for the for the open of the new stadium and, and seeing what it's like and and that's gelling them and sticking them together but it, it really is the only thing as well as a manager if the manager gets somehow yeah. poached you know if the next season's not great. and but it's what so so chelsea the percentage chances that they don't win the title. What, I mean, where are we with the title race? Are, are it, we we said it's a last hurdle.
2: Donezo, I think, is the phrase. It's done, mate. I mean, we, people are hoping, and you you know, one one result either way. Two
1: draws, two draws, yeah. and the Spurs win out, mm. and Spurs can take it. depending yeah. on goal difference, yeah. which is theirs, is pretty good. So is it, is it's that, not is done it, and dusted yet. I just I don't think, think it is. I but... think it's
2: done, mate. I mean, I, I just don't see Chelsea letting this go in this situation, having worked so hard. Two teams who would have been and would have liked to be talking about titles and aren't. And two teams who ended up with disappointing draws yesterday. Manchester United 1-1 draw with Swansea. Middlesbrough a 2-2 draw with Manchester City. That In some circumstances would be a good point. But the way that Middlesbrough would have liked all three. And we'll go on to talk about the diving and penalty kicks that were given against both these clubs. But let's just talk about the two Manchester clubs at the moment, Rob. Jose Mourinho first and Manchester United... I know we're going back to the start of season. You fancied them as favourites, and then as the time's gone on, you said no. But then chance, fancied them for top four possibility. Now that that doesn't happen,
1: I think as time went on, I said that I think they miss out on top mm. four. Liverpool and okay. United, I had as missing oh, out okay. around January. We had, a, they had mm. another kind of we had another little prediction there. Um, well, my my honest feeling is that. This is hugely disappointing, the Premier League campaign. Now you can bundle in the League Cup that nobody really cares about, the big clubs. We mm. know all the players get rotated out. And I know it's a trophy and I know Robbie, you love, you know, clubs let's winning Jose trophies. Mean, yeah. Um so, well, Jose yeah. loves
2: winning trophies. Yeah. Like, let's get okay. that right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other
1: than I mean, the Europa League has become incredibly important because of the, the Champions League qualification. But if a, for a team like Manchester United, I mean that's that's not great. But the league campaign, the league campaign, where they are on the league table, mm. you know, they look like, like they have missing out on a top four spot. And you can go around, you can listen to Jose Mourinho in numerous interviews, and he's going to give you four, five, six, seven reasons why it's happening, mm. why they're struggling. Um, in, there are other reasons suspend, or there
2: excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Injuries to, to key players.
2: Nine games so far in April. And yeah. All that stuff. I mean, he, he
1: likes to have a small squad. Mm. Well,. <laughs> At Manchester United, you you absolutely can have mm-hmm. a big squad. You're involved in different competitions, and when you go into that squad, you look at the, the injury record of uh, Phil Jones, mm. um, Smalling a little bit less so, but other players there. and You must be thinking, oh, this Luke Shaw. I mean, mm. there is some injuries in this squad. Maybe it's going to be bigger. The style of football I don't think's been brilliant at home. I mean, the record, you know, the lowest percentage winning.
2: Ten record. jewels, isn't it? Ten home jewels.
1: Yeah. Um, so. You know, if they go on and win the Europa League and qualify for the Champions League, that's another trophy. Two trophies, um, even if they finish fifth, you can't say that's a failure of a season. You Absolutely, you can't. But if they don't... Do, does
2: he get a pass for, all, for because of the injuries in the squad, in the, the, the games, in the Europa League? Does he get a pass He doesn't for year? me get a pass. But he does for me get, get a pass. He generally, though, does he? Yeah, it? I
1: think he generally will. I think he get generally will. And and, 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 and you know, looking looking ahead, how... how Oh, I know he's going to bring in some new players, and there's some great names been linked. Well, new players but not playing Champions League football, be?
2: maybe. No. New players maybe not playing Champions League football, which, which is, is is a worry. If you're going for the Griezmanns and, and the top players, in the, they want to play, they want to be playing in Europe. And do they want to be playing?
1: They want to be playing counterattacking football, Rob at Old mm. Trafford. They want to be defending and having to work back, and a manager's going to be hammering him if he doesn't get back and track his full-back. Mm. I mean, it, it, it. Listen, he's won at big clubs in Chelsea. But it, but the style is 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 less important than at Manchester United, and it comes back to the very question that we debated at the start of this. Uh, uh, United fans okay with just mm. winning because mm. you might win, you might okay. win, but the style won't be great.
2: Uh, uh, and let's talk about winning, because for winning for Manchester United it isn't League Cups and isn't Europa League. How far? How long? Given Jose Mourinho is given time and given money. How long before he lands a title? How long does he need to land a title? Is it, does next season, Manchester United, are they ready to land a title? Is, is there enough there? I mean, could lose Zlatan, by the way.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, I don't think they'll win the title next year. Um, you consider the other teams right now. You consider his style... I, I I just see I see similarities for next season. Unless he goes back to Mourinho's way. What we've seen, Rob, to be fair, he has tried to play. Yeah, He's tried to dominate mm-hmm. possession. He said that. We controlled the game. But they've really struggled to attack and to, to create and create. to score goals. Now, is that going to be different mm-hmm. next year? If he goes back to, 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 to sweet spot Jose Mourinho of there, you know what? I don't care if it's Old Trafford. I don't care if it's Manchester United. We're going to be solid. We're going to react if you slip or if you, if you give the ball away. We're going to punish you. Then in that style, I think he can win the league. But I Not question whether he's going to go with that style. And if he doesn't go with that style, he goes with expansive, open, f- attractive football, which he isn't a great coach mm. at doing. I don't think they're going to win it next year. Well, I year. slightly
2: disagree, because I don't think he's got the personnel to play that defensive style, as he did it at Chelsea, as he did it at Lintam There's Some of those teams with great defenders. So he is going
1: to go. You think he is going to go with open, expansive? I think he's, open, he's
2: going to have to go a little bit myself, because I don't think he has the option with this group of players to defend it. The and how way confident
1: they could... are you that he can win a title I, I, with that?
2: I, I think he's three years away, Rob. I yeah, think he he's ain't a... going to last three years well, doesn't last three years, then that's what I'm saying. I think it's a three-year project for Jose Mourinho. Why are you saying
1: three years? What was What's, Cause that, what's think, the difference then? What, because because I think three, yeah,
2: three years of players coming in, in many... and developing the players. I, I just don't think it, it. I don't think it's next season, and I couldn't put my, my, my hand on my heart and say it's the season after. I just don't think it happens at so that. So what group. satisfies think...
1: the, the the club and the fans mm, that he continues in after? Be, in yeah, between. He, what he's got to finish like second or third. He's...
2: Maybe so, I don't know. And they'll be okay it, with continuing
1: with that. Going deep project. in
2: the Champions League, maybe, maybe. Other, let's quickly talk yeah. about Manchester City because it's a different kind of problem with them. They, they have got the the quality, but just don't seem to get things right have too many off days, days when it doesn't quite happen. No disrespect to your husband, I know they're fighting for their life, yeah. Rob. But Manchester City should go to, to the Riverside and, and come away with all three points, especially in the position they're in where there's still doubts of, of Manchester City making the top four. We both believe they will get there because of the quality of player and the games left, but
1: there's there's nothing taken for certain in this league. I know, I know. It's, it, it, it's it, again, you know, a little bit like Manchester United. How disappointing, how, you know, how... I mean, with Pep Guardiola, I mean, it, 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 my expectation was a real challenge, a real challenge and some great One or two. One
2: or two to me. Yeah, look. the top One or two. I mean, anything else. Best manager in the world with the amount of money he spends, brings in quality players with the squad that was left. I mean, we're talking now, if this is Manuel Pellegrini, we're talking about giving him the sack, sitting fourth, fourth yeah. in the table. Yeah. Out of all the competitions. Spent it, more money. Spent more money. We're, we're saying, so he, he's another one with the pass. I think he maybe deserves or is allowed to have the pass because he's learning English, English yeah. football. Next season, that goes, by the way. Yeah. Next yeah. season, that goes. You know
1: what, Rob? Should we move on to the mm. to the diving situation? The big, because yeah. you know the Manchester clubs, we don't want to depress everybody too much. It's, it's been uh, and it will get better. Those two clubs, I, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, we saw three examples this weekend, Rob. Um, I think the Harry Kane one we agreed was a trip. Yeah, was it was a, was a and foul was a first and he, decision, embellished and he embellished it, it a little yeah, bit just yeah. to make sure he got it. So Give the he, prince
2: a little bit of a, a pass on that. Yeah, one.
1: he gets away with that. I think the Marcus Rashford mm. Manchester United one um, and the Leroy Sane are both. Yeah. Yeah, clear dives in yeah. my opinion.
2: Yeah, any, any difference? absolutely. No. Absolutely, n- n- no argument with that. I think the question becomes, and and, and these becomes become kind of topical about what the game is or should be doing about it. Rob, it's, it's it's conversations we've been having for for ten years. It's funny since we finished in the game. Something we saw in the game. Is it getting
1: worse? Though is it is it um, gradually getting worse?
2: Yes, because I think the game's getting quicker. I think players get played through and an almost waiting. Marcus Rashford is a 19-year-old pro and I'm not particularly picking him out because I think he's, a, he's an outstanding talent and he's a good player and, and hopefully he's going to have a great England future as well as Manchester United. But he almost knew exactly what, to do the moment he got played through. He touched the ball with, with his left foot. He made sure he made contact with his right. Which he's
1: seen that, many times over Yeah, the which last he's seen. Years. Which yeah. he's
2: probably seen. Which he's seen people get patted on the back for. Which he's seen people win penalty kicks for. And so he's done what he, a what, what, uh, product of his environment. He's done the thing. Won a, won a penalty kick. And some probably Manchester United players and I've got to be honest, if I was one, yeah, they probably I mean, patted him on too. the back. Who cares? and, and, and you in his dressing yeah, room, right? absolutely. Well done. We, we, this might get us in Champions League. But I think we both, for the better of the game, understand that this is something that, that isn't right. That If Swansea get relegated by a point or two, and we look back to that Marcus Rashford, we all don't feel that it's been it's been right. Now, we talked about it, and I know you're strong on the, on the video action replays, which may come into play in time. Yeah. But more importantly, maybe retrospective action on diving, that we both feel that if it's done, introduced well, strongly, with a, a message that two or three game bans will be retrospectively yeah. handed out to people really? who go down. You'll stop it, by the way, because Marcus Rashford is too important right now for Manchester United, especially in their current situation, to miss two or three games now in the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we know it happens in Scotland. Mm. We know it happens uh, in Major League Soccer here in the US. And I spoke to my buddy... Um, just earlier today about how it's going in Scotland. He said, it's helping. It's, it's definitely helping. He didn't mm. think you're ever going to totally get rid of it, no. but it's absolutely helping. And, um, you know, you'd have three judges that are, you know, on a Tuesday morning, just sit down and look at it. And if they all agree that it's a dive, then there's a two or three game uh, punishment. That would be the way then to stop it. Now, the other way, uh, is video assistant, uh, Referees, mm. VAR that's been trialled and being rolled out now in different leagues and different competitions, and we're going to see it, Rob. Mm. We're going to talk more about this in the future. That would every every instant would get yeah. reviewed. So mm. the referee would trot over to the sideline and he'd little he'd look at it all, and you know that, that's a whole new debate about yeah. the time taken for that, et cetera. Et cetera. But that would be a reason rob not to bring in the retrospective stuff mm, it happens there, video technology mm. in terms of refereeing is going to be coming in over the next couple of years they might wait for that and you know who knows whether that's mm. going to work out whether it's yeah. going to be a success or not um but but why not just start very quickly and, and do it retrospectively it it surely has to help
2: yep it definitely does and you'd almost like to think that some of the managers actually would be saying to the players hey let's let's not do this thing like let, let's win games let's go past Go- goalkeepers will try and score. Well, stay on your feet if you can. Let's not go to ground. But like everything, this I'm sure will be a uh, conversation that rumbles on diving and simulation. But I, I think sooner rather than later, the game near, has to address that situation. Just going to move down to, to the bottom end of the league, Rob, because re- relegation is, is a huge part of the Premier League staying in the league. It pretty much looks like it's, it's going to be down to the four teams, Hull City, Swansea, Middlesbrough and Sunderland FC, yeah. who were relegated at the weekend. They lost 1-0 in their game to Bournemouth and, and Hull City getting a, a draw was enough to make sure that, that, that Sunderland got relegated. And A lot of focus, a lot of talk uh, has been made about David Moyes and his role and his position at Sunderland Football Club. He did in the week come out and say that you know he, he was hoping to stay at the club and bring them back, and then it seems to be since then a little bit of confusion as to whether that that's true or not, whether the club will want him or not. But let's just talk about David Moyes, Rob. Less than, just over three years ago, this was a guy who was managing Manchester United. We, we're now talking about a manager who just led a club down to the championship, and his stock couldn't have dropped much more, could it?
1: Right from the start, he was kind of... Um realistic, maybe over realistic about we're gonna we could be possibly in a relegation. Negative some might Negative, say. Negative, yeah, we've seen that demeanor. Mm. It's like he hasn't been up for the challenge. Rob. Yeah. He hasn't mm. been up for he hasn't looked fresh. He hasn't been on the front foot. He hasn't been kind of in interviews. You know, he hasn't said things like, you know what, we're gonna keep working away. We're gonna do all mm. that we can. I'm gonna look at the transfer market. The players are up for it there's been a lack of real energy to stay up with other managers yeah. Marco Silva by the others, way yeah, have absolutely done that. His transfer did feelings Rob, some of the players mm. that he brought in has not worked. People he out. knew, but people Julian who... Lescott, uh, Steve, uh, Steven Pina. Pinar, you know, I mean, Victor you. And Iche, we got a few goals, but but others like Donald you said, Gull- in Marco Silva, mm. that's got a network ready, ready to go. Absolutely incredible. Brought the guys in, and it's totally a whole new team. So you know, I I, I still believe that David Moyes is the man to stay with do to you? rebuild. Why? I do. Why? What? What, what gives Why? you that? What I just can't forget. I can't forget his his pedigree you know, through through the 2000s, 2002, right through yeah. the well, 10 but, years at Everton. But, but you, I can't... His I can't was, Robert. I can't suggest to, to get rid of an no, a, a, a experienced manager and go for somebody else. I think it's a time to stick with somebody Give him some time but, but, and give him some power at but the club.
2: You've talked about the Marco Silvers of the world, who came in, who were who were bright, who were fresh, and, and listen, there was plenty of English pundits questioning why we're we this this foreign player, and there's lots of English guys around. But you can see when you see this guy work that he's got a chance. Now, do you trust a son no, to no, pick a no, pick one? Well, that's that, the, that's that, the... Ma- that may be the bigger problem. But let's just go back to David Moyes because I'm interested in this in, in terms of where you said, and I'm it was a massive David Moyes fan. Uh, know David a little bit from from. Things gone past. And what I used to think with his Everton teams is he you gets you get the best out of players. They're difficult to play against. And and listen, it might not be the most exciting football, but you know what you get. I never saw any of that at Sunderland, Rob. I ne- now, you can, you can be bad. You can go down. You cannot have good players. But I never saw a team who looked difficult to play against. I never saw a team who you knew what you were going to get. They had a centre forward who was scoring goals with Bernice Jermaine Defoe. They had a young kid, Jordan Pickford, with the goalkeeper who was trying his heart out. Not particularly out. But in between those two, there wasn't an awful luck. So what, what gives you the belief that, that, that the Everton David Moyes is still in Is still in there, that they can do a job that's going to go to the Championship, where they're going to be a big target, where it's 46 nasty games that you've got to get through to get back into the Championship, the Premier
1: League? I can't disagree that this has been really worse I expected. I, I think we all knew for Sunland it's gonna be mm. another difficult season. Um but you thought, you know what, with David Moyes they might have a chance of staying up. It was kind of it was a bit awkward with the way he came into the club as Sam mm. Allardyce left for England, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's been a really and it's been worse than I expected. But I still believe in this guy's history i believe in in what he's done over a long period of time at another football club like everton um i believe in his experience and his contacts and surely given the power at that football club he's got a load of deals to do of course to get rid of a lot of sunland and a chance to rebuild again um i just don't believe um you know in firing a guy again you got to look for somebody else um it's it's very very difficult to to think about that. But I, I, I just, I would stick with him and we'll mm. see. He's got to start well next season in the championship. Yeah, There's no question for... about that because, you know, after a while it is like, well, hang on a minute. You know, how long do we stick with this guy? But I would stick with him. Would you? So you would make a change, would you?
2: I think I'd make a change. I just don't think it seems like a perfect marriage between the two. And, and I just think it might be a fresh start for David Des Moines somewhere else. Fresh start somebody coming in. Different set of eyes. Different way of looking at it. Might just be enough to to, to get him back up. Let's his quickly time. go
1: to the other team. Um, that that we looked at today. Yeah, we watched the Watford uh, Liverpool yeah, it was a big match. game, was it? A brilliant mm. goal from mm. Emre Chan to win it one nil. Uh, and a day that Liverpool had to win. They win their four remaining mm. games. They get a place in the in the top four. Um, I, I think there's a maturity, there's something a little bit different in my mm. opinion, Rob. of Liverpool over the last month or so, where they are trying to address the fact they conceded so many goals on counter attacks and they couldn't win games unless they were going flat out mm. against the better sides. Just quickly on on, on this one, you know. Do you think they're going to get, a, get, it, a, get it done now uh, or the remaining games just, look winnable?
2: It just looked to me like more people were accountable today, Rob, than I've seen of Liverpool at least. And and, and we talked to it in the game, and Danny Higginbomb talked about it before, so Lucas Lever being a, a, a single sort of anchor in front of that back four with two in front of him. But what happened in the game, and certainly second half once MHR scored, often he, he sat next to Lucas and said I ain't going anywhere and he balanced the team out did, and, yeah. and they prompted it but, it, but I just saw I saw once or t- twice Matip and Lovren talking to each other and organising I saw somebody once have a go at, at, at um, James Miller for being too high up the pitch Did, you, did
1: Couple, you also notice that I thought they were more patient with possession yeah, yeah, leading They leading the game
2: Keep it Correct. a little bit. No, we, no, no need to go not, crazy attacking not again. Not trying desperately to get the second goal, which is something we're seeing. And I thought Rebecca talked about uh, at the start of the game, you know, which games it's more likely to be. The Watford who beat uh, Liverpool last season or the, the, the Watford who lost 6-1 to Liverpool and I I said neither but I just felt Liverpool would have have too much quality it was a great goal but I was more impressed today with the 1-0 than I was with the 6-1 because the 6-1 when the Mane scoring Coutinho scoring they've got the goals when Liverpool are good we know they can be very good today wasn't a day for technicality it wasn't a day of brilliant football you lose Philippe Coutinho in the first five minutes you have to throw Adam Lallana on and then you get him off to protect himself I just thought it was a day when you know what They found a way. The things we talk about Chelsea, the things we're saying about a new Spurs team, maybe this Liverpool team are just understanding. Sometimes without great days, without great football, you get a goal and you find a way to make sure you win a 1-0. And by the way... They were six inches for making it one-one with Furlong smacks one against the yeah, bar. Yeah, and
1: that's the that's the only remaining kind of little doubt. The last two away games, Rob Simmerminule had to make good mm. saves to to keep the three points. So that continues to be a little bit of a worry. But but they South are Ham, getting West, better.
2: Southampton, West Ham, and, and is it Middlesbrough last game? For, for...
1: Yeah, I mean they've yeah. got. I mean, mm. it's, uh, you you worry about the Crystal Palace. The last home game they lost two-one yeah. at home was mm. like, where's that come from? They've got Southampton to, at home yeah, on Sunday. Southampton. Yeah. Now, Southampton are decent. They've got mm. some good attacking yeah, play players. Decent. Rob, you know, uh, they Chelsea a
2: bit of a scare, didn't they? Yeah, like,
1: Liverpool think... will have to be, you know, of course they've got to attack with caution, but don't get caught because Southampton mm-hmm. are pretty good. And Coutinho, then that...
2: Coutinho will be fit. Talk about a dead leg, I think, has been reported. Yeah, speculation yeah.
1: from me, and this is massive speculation, I think a dead leg on the side of the thigh, in my, in my experience... Uh, He's got, he what, goes six, a lot six days. He's got six yeah, days. Yeah, uh, he goes a lot quicker than if it's, if it's in the mm. middle of the thigh. So I'm going for, he is going to be available for the next game. Massive next call from are Robbie gonna, gonna, I do don't
2: think? think he's ready, but oh. I think Adam Lallana has six more days of training and you get Lallana back with his energy. I don't think you, you risk Coutinho because they say if you get another knock on it, it can it can be bad. So we'll see.
1: Do you think they're going to do it? Liverpool top yeah, four? Yeah,
2: I do now. That'll be a
1: great season, by yeah, the way. Brilliant season Eighth because,
2: before. by the way, and, and I've said it a number of I think they've got the sixth best squad in the league yeah. of the top six. If he finishes third or fourth and gets them in Champions League, that's magnificent. And by the way, it looks like Arsenal are out of business now. It looks like Manchester United are going to have the pressure with the Europa League yeah. on them. So it's down to, to Liverpool and Manchester City maybe to, to 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 knock those places. But as ever, mate, we've run out of time on a weekend when Chelsea celebrated victory at Goodison Park. Like they'd won the league where the last North London Derby at Whitehall Lane was won by Spurs, and the two Manchester clubs gave Liverpool a real leg up in Champions League qualification. Remember to stay part of the football conversation. Look out for our next podcast on Thursday, as Manchester United take a patched-up team in the Europa League against Vigo. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review the shows on Apple Podcasts. The ratings help increase our rankings and visibility, which allows more football fans to be part of the debate. So for me, Robbie Earle, and him, Robbie Musto, thanks for listening, and bye for now.